Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. I threw a little pump fake to you at the you beginning. really did. Episode... 118. The last episode of 2022. Yes. What a great year we've had. Was it? Like, for our podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The rest of the world was... It was okay. Well, I mean, whatever. I don't know. Got engaged. Whatever. Other stuff. Pandemic. Yeah. Still. <laughs> I know, right? People are still getting it. I guess it's like... Well, they say it's here to stay, but like in my head, I'm like, eventually it'll go away, but maybe it won't. Yeah. I don't know. Might just be our lives. Yeah. Case, how are you doing? Um, I'm okay. <laughs> Why do you say it like that, Jack? Because I think you are going to explain. I. Why am... did you put an extra dot and then didn't write anything i don't know i'm so i'm a little i'm really tired this is your 12th hour of the day yeah and it's four o'clock i'm really tired woke up in the middle of the night some women issues sorry to my brother who's listening to this probably um and i'm just feeling really tired and out of it and just coming in here alone was like a hot mess like everything was falling out of my hands i couldn't write dropped your headphones dropped my headphones dropped my mic dropped my book like i'm just like okay i can do this yeah. and then i said to you know thank god it's not we're not playing a game today where i had to like use my brain power yeah that would have been a that would have been a free space w for me yeah really would have cuz i'm yeah, I'm just feeling a little out of it. Not to add on to it more, but I'm very curious. Are your headphones on the right ear? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just do a little quick check. It says it on like the inside. There's like a letter. Um, at least oh, I thought mine mine are oh. on the inside. I don't know. Okay. You flipped it. I don't know. I might I might have made it worse see sometimes when you tell the people in the house that you're struggling they make it worse for you yes instead of making it better they just we just like to have fun they make like to make me feel like gaslight I'm crazy gaslight 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 me yes i always say like because my memory is really bad i don't know if it's like i don't know from like when i had covid i don't have brain fog i don't know what i have but i think i have like some like brain fog lately like really badly i have the worst memory and so, like, I'll say, Dad and I will be watching a show, like, last night it happened, and I was like, oh, who killed the guy again? And his head whipped over to me so fast. Like, what? You don't remember? And I was like, you're going to be the worst when I have Alzheimer's. You're not supposed to make the person feel dumb. You're supposed to just be like, oh, remember it was this guy? But I don't think he can do that because he's, like, so freaked out by how bad my memory is. So, yeah. Anyways. How are you doing, Jack? I'm we just good. had Christmas. I hope everybody had a nice Christmas. And holidays. Our f- holiday was fun. It was very fun. Christmas Eve is always the best day of the year here because it's just, it's party. We all made drinks. Yeah. We played this game where you have to like dance with headphones on. That was really fun. That was really fun. I started sweating. Yeah. I got really into it. But yeah, it was a really fun Christmas, Christmas Day. Uh, we went to go see Babylon, which we'll probably talk about in a second. Yeah. And then uh boxing day uh went to i don't want to say that i guess in-laws it is your in-laws yeah my in-laws i guess makes more sense than yeah. saying like the other side because they're yeah. not and it was really fun we had a nice little christmas i think definitely between both christmases it was a very like especially for me it was a scaled back christmas in mm-hmm. the sense of like 
presents. Yeah, I don't really need anything. Like, yeah, no. We I, really, like, I say it every year, and this year I actually followed through because the, every year I'm like, okay, like, I, d- it's a scaled back. Uh, you got everything on your list, but it is scaled back. Like, I'm, I sent Meg that TikTok that it was like the woman or the, she's like, here's me imitating my mom. It's a scaled back Christmas. And then it never is. And this is the first year I actually followed through with it where we, you got a Santa gift. And then we did a se- and we did a secret Santa between the five of us. So everybody literally had two presents to open. Now sometimes your Santa gift had like multiple things. Like yeah. you got two, technically three, but two. Th- the third one was hiding your Santa gift. Remember? Wait, but it was it was a T-shirt, and then the shoes were under it. Yeah, and then your secret Santa was oh. the shorts and the sh- and the hat you asked for. Yes, but technically the shirt was supposed to be part of the secret Santa. But I had to hide the shoes. So, um, so like, yeah. So everyone basically, my whole point of that is everybody basically had like two presents. You guys had a bit more because you had each other that you buy for. But normally we have like five. And then, you know, if I happen to, oh, Jack would really like this gift. And then I now I have to buy one for Meg. Now I have to buy one for Christiana. Like, right. I'm always trying to make it even. And this year I was like, no. So I'm hoping it makes a difference for the January credit card bills (laughs) it's just unnecessary I think like we still had a great time it's not it's not about the gifts it's just I do love gift giving that is the thing too like I love I just like it I love finding like obviously it's easy when someone gives you like a list but when you like get stuff on their list but then also surprise them of like this is something I know you want something Mm -hmm. you've thought of and like one of the gifts I got was like she had talked about it like months ago of like, oh, this thing is really cool. It like curls your hair and like you don't have to twist it. And then I saw it and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's a great idea. Right. Me. Yeah, no, it is. It's just a fun. I don't know. I love gift giving. I know it's not like it's not about that. It's commercialized. I get all that. But I just I like getting and I get people gifts like throughout the year too. like I'm not one of those like right. Like if I see something that I know someone would like or I think of something, then I'm always like. I'm going to pick that up for that person, you know? Yeah. Anyways. What's the, what's the last thing you picked up for me? Um, I don't know. <coughs> what did I pick up for you? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't think of anything either. No. Maybe it's just Meg. Hmm? Maybe it's just Meg. Why? What did I get her? No, I don't know. No, I didn't. Let's create drama. Uh, so today, our last episode of 2022. Yeah. Uh, we got an IMC that I switched, that we switched because... Uh, what was I doing before? What was I watching before? Um, mile 22? Oh, yeah, mile 22. Uh, but switch that out because there's a, we are planning future episodes and there's a, a week that it goes better with. So I watched Hell or High Water and you watched Nerve. Yes. As you're playing with batteries. I'm just getting them out so we know to take them down and charge them. Okay. And then we got our year roundup, just a. Uh, a bunch of questions about this year, kind of year, year in review style. Yeah. We're going to be better f- for next year because we're going to actually keep track of everything. Keep track a little better of what we watch because I felt like I was like, what did I watch? What? Like, no, I don't. I don't want it to be like that. I want it to be like, yes, this. I don't want to forget a really good performance. Right. Yeah. So I'm also going to take like when we get to one of the questions, I'm actually just going to list every movie the podcast Ever? that i watched this oh, year okay. <laughs> but every movie that well like because the beginning of the year was still the top 100 movie challenge right. we finished that 
but then I'm gonna so yeah. No, I wrote Tyler didn't give us anything else, eh? Yeah, so no. We had to kind of come up with our own segment. It's rude. Nerd. Um. So I wrote down every movie I watched. So I'm gonna just list them all. <laughs> no. No, not. I will. It won't be long. Like I'm just gonna. This is everything I watched. Oh, okay. Boring. It won't be long. Okay. I'll be fast. You'll be fast. Uh. So I guess let's start with our IMC. Oh wait, no. Let's talk about uh, oh, Babylon. Babylon. Uh, very mixed reviews here. Controversial movie would, in this house. I wouldn't say controversial. I in would terms just, of review, I would say not controversial. I would just say it's just mixed. Like okay. I, you liked it more than I did. Yes. I um, it's it's wow. You go. I don't even know how to describe it. You are on a journey with that movie. It is like someone described it as a coked up, coke fueled movie. Coke yeah. field look into the late twenties and early thirties of Hollywood. Yeah. Just the whole movie itself. It's very chaotic. It's very, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. I very much appreciate, you know, I do uh, him. I love Damien Chazelle. I, I do. I think he's brilliant. And there were aspects I really liked of it. I didn't think it needed to be three hours for sure. Probably not. There, there was, was some stuff that dragged on. Full of other things that I can't say on here that I wish didn't happen in the movie. Bodily fluid. There was a lot of bodily f- fluid stuff. Um, that was whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, it was good. I thought Margot Robbie was excellent. I thought that, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was good. I just didn't think it was like, I think you thought it was better than good. Yes. I thought it was one of the better movies of this year. And I think it's also because I think definitely a big part of it has to be Damien Chazelle and look at, so this is his fourth like feature big time movie. And the other three are Whiplash, Mm -hmm. uh, La La Land and First Man. Yeah. The one thing you could say about most of like all three of those movies Boring isn't the right word, but they're tame. Compared to Babylon, absolutely. Yes. And to me, I just appreciate that he, you could tell a studio trusted him to be like, we we don't necessarily know if this movie's going to work, but mm-hmm. we're going to trust you to make it. And I just think there were so many aspects of the movie. I think the acting was incredible. I, I do agree that it dragged on a little bit, mm-hmm. went on a little too long, but I think the characters you follow and the stories outside of like the the trumpet player wasn't really included that much in the movie. No, it's pretty much Margot Robbie, Brad Pitt and Diego Calva. Yeah. But, and I think he, like if we're talking like breakthrough stars, yeah, I agree. He, he's going to be, he's a, he's a one to watch. He is. He was really good. He was really, really good. Yeah. And even before the movie, they were showing trailers and they showed the one for cocaine bear mm-hmm. and the new scream movies. So yeah. then you're thinking, what are we getting ourselves into? Cause it is, I said it before of like, how would you describe it? And just from trailers and stuff, I'm like, it looks like La La Land meets Wolf of Wall Street, yes. which I, I don't think was too far off. No, I think it was dead on, actually. Probably yeah. not as musical. Yeah, the score is really good. Just like the probably the party scene, which you said took like two weeks to film. Yeah, apparently it took like two weeks to film, which when you see it, it will make sense. It like is it spectacular. Is. I also think there's some great Gatsby mixed in there. Yeah, I agree. Because like just it more like the, the time period. Area, area. It's the era. I almost did it. Like, I went pretty long without messing up there. No, you did. Okay. Um, yeah, because the era had a very 20s, like, vibe about it. But, yeah, no, it, it was good. I just was like, wow. I don't know. I still, I still got to awesome. sh- show you Letterboxd, but it, to me, it's a four out of five. Okay. Four out of five stars. I think I would do more like three and a half. 
or three. I don't know. I'd have to like. Well, because then also you're comparing it to other movies of this year, like that and like the menu or mm. Glass Onion and Knives Out story. There, I would agree there are better movies, but I just think maybe for me it's more. I now just want to see Damien Chazelle win Best Director, right? Yeah, because he got to because he got to do this. Yeah, this like I don't even know if you can call it a passion project, but just this like spectacular, right? Where like, cause not, he's nominated for Golden Globe, though, right? Uh, you're, you're more on top of that. Well, and by on top of that, I mean you just have a list. Do you not have that list? I thought I had it in my book. Uh, it's usually in my book. I don't know where all those papers are. But they're on the ground because she wasn't speaking to the mic. They're on the ground. Okay, she's gonna grab them. Uh, but yeah, I just think Damien Chazelle. Diego Calva and Margot Robbie are the three stars of that movie. No, I don't think he did. Best directors, James Cameron, Everything Everywhere All at Once, the two Daniel people, Baz Luhrmann for Elvis, uh, Banshee's movie, and Steven Spielberg. That's not a good sign, but it doesn't mean he won't be nominated. It just isn't a good sign for that. I really just, like, to me, I, I obviously I think the Fablemans is going to be a different movie, but I think this is the same because again I I, hates it. I haven't seen it, but I just am. He's irritated. I'm by it. I'm not keen to the making movies about loving movies and then everyone's going to love it because everyone that watches these movies and votes on them loves movies. Right. Like it's just it's you're spoon feeding this kind of award, and I think Babylon is the adult r-rated version because i assume that the fablemans is like a like a family movie yeah i'm not sure actually i'm not yeah i would imagine it is because it's not up for best it's not up for best picture is that no it's not uh but babylon yeah. is it's a drama coming of age story so it's nominated for best picture babylon is nominated for best picture just not damien that's a weird that's an interesting way to to do it because i think i don't know to me it's just like not that chazelle is better than the movie but i just think the like even like the camera work reminded me of like again like la la land and wolf of wall street not very close in story but like some of like the camera movements and yeah, stuff the and editing then and the, yeah yeah no some of the choices like of the camera shots were pretty great for sure well, you can just tell how long that movie took, too. can appreciate that, right? Yeah. But uh, other than that, let's let's get into our IMC. Okay. Rock, Rock, paper, scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. I, I lost. Uh, I'm going to defer. Okay. Go first. Um, I watched Nerve and <laughs> didn't write down anything. Sorry to do with the actual t- time it came out. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm losing my mind today. But um, Okay. So I watched Nerve. It is from 2016. I watched it on Netflix. It got 67% on Rotten Tomatoes. It stars Emma Roberts, Dave Franco, um, um, MGK. Yep, Machine Gun Kelly. Thank you. Uh, Juliette Lewis. Um, it was directed by um, Ariel or Ariel Schulman and Henry Joyce, which I always find funny when there's two. I don't know why. I just find it funny. Because the only time it's not weird was the Wachowski 
sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be- because it's your sibling, or even like the Safety brothers. Like, yeah, if it's a sibling and you working together, that kind of makes a little more sense than you I'm- probably have the same like feel or whatever you want of it, right? Two directors would probably make it feel like not two different stories, but like you would know when it's one director. Like you could probably yeah, tell. Yeah, yeah. So um, Emma Roberts plays V, which is short for Venus. She is just like a, a high, she's a high school student. She's really quiet, geeky, introverted, just kind of like a flies below the radar. Her best friend is Sydney and she's like really popular on the chilling squad, whatever. V has a crush on one of the guys on the football team. And then she's got like her best friend guy who's just like a friend or whatever. Um, so she her friend becomes popular on this online game called nerve and you can sign up as a player or you get, if you sign up as a, sorry, you can sign up as a player and you get dare to do things and you can earn money or you can sign up as a watcher and just watch. Um, and so Sydney becomes popular on it and she's trying to show like V this and, um, yeah, you're, the object is get to, to get to the final of this game. You want, like, to be the last two people of the game. So you keep trying to do these dares. And, and either probably you probably get more and more intense. Yeah, and they get more and more money. So um, V has this kind of humiliating incident, and then it's basically, like, you know, one of those, like, you're so quiet and you're so this, like, you don't do anything fun. Like, she's kind of getting whatever so it is to do with a boy and then she's like kind of forces herself to just like play the game because she's like i'm gonna go outside my comfort zone because she was a watcher or she she wasn't even signed up for it she's just she was doing her own thing she also wanted to go to cal cal art in california i think this took took place on the east coast and she really wanted she got into cal art and she really wanted to go but she didn't want to tell her mom who's played by Juliette Lewis. Um, so she was, she's like, you know, you can see the mother daughter dynamic where they're not super close. Her brother had just passed away a year ago. And I think they're just trying to figure out their new family dynamic. And I guess they don't have a lot of money. And so, um, so th- she signs up, she's like, no, I'm going to sign up. And her very first task is to go to this diner and kiss a stranger so she and her best guy friend, um, they go to the diner and she's like freaking out and she's being all whatever. I, I have to say, maybe I'll say it at the end, actually. So she ends up kissing Dave Franco. So enter Dave Franco's character, Ian, and he's also playing the game. And then he ends up like singing in the diner and stuff like that. And then somehow the game really likes their chemistry together. So then they keep daring them to be doing things together. So they have to go like go to this department store and she's like, they're like, go try on this dress. It's like a $4,000 dress. So she goes, Oh, first, sorry. They say, go to the city with him. So she goes to the city with him and everybody's you know on his motorcycle and everybody likes it. And then it's like, okay, go try on this dress. And then she comes out of the change room and he's across the other change room and he has like a suit on. And then they're like, yeah, I do have a question. Yeah. Sorry. How do people watch? Like, Oh, just on their phones. But, like, is it, like, a camera following? Or do they not, like, talk about how they could watch? Yeah, they don't really talk about it because some of it is from their phones. Like, and then sometimes it's, it's from their perspective. So watchers also can film and upload. I don't really know. Like, it's must be really fast time of, like, a director and watching 400 phones. Like, it doesn't 
really makes sense because yeah so other people can be like oh I just saw them and you know that kind of thing um yeah so they and then they're asked they're okay now you have to leave the store or whatever but they don't say you have to wear the clothes and they're trying to sneak out they're in their basically underwear she's in her underwear and bra I don't know they anyways they get outside then the lat one of the last dares they have is um they have to go blindfolded so he's on his motorcycle driving it blindfolded she's in the back and he has to get to 60 kilometers an hour so they're on she's on this have you seen this movie no okay so she's on the bike and she's freaking out and she's just like okay go she's terrible at directions first of all like he can't see so she's in the back closing her eyes too because she's scared because she's scared and i'm like maybe you need someone needs to have their eyes open anyways they figure out a system where she leans and then he knows where to put the bike and so they're going through traffic like i'm like no and then they finally get to this bridge thing tunnel bridge i don't know it's like a tunnel actually not a bridge and they have you only have a certain amount of time to do these dares too so i don't know they have like 15 seconds less left so she just like cranks it and they just go really really fast and then almost crash into a thing and then they start kissing and then everybody loves them together and so what happens is she starts getting everyone starts really loving her and then her best friend fails at one of her dares and then she gets all like jealous and stuff and she's at this party and then they show Dave Franco and Emma Roberts show up at this party and then everybody's like mad and fighting and I don't know, they break up as friends or something. And then she walks across this ladder. This is the, her friend tried to walk across the ladder from one building to another. And that's how her friend, she didn't fall, but she failed because she tumbled or something, but she didn't fall. Like she lived. And then Emma Roberts does it. No problem. Just like boop, boop, boop right across and then she gets like freaked out because she's like this is so dangerous like we have to stop this game so she goes to the police and that is like one of there's only like three rules and that's one of them is like you can't go to the police but she's like no this is dangerous like this game has to stop she goes to the police and then everybody basically turns on her and they they're all trying to find her and I don't know it's it gets kind of weird and then so then it's revealed that Dave Franco had actually played the game before, the year before. Him and one other guy made it to the final two, and they had to hang from a crane. And he didn't make it, <laughs> the one guy. Obviously, Dave Franco did because he's there. So he, Dave Franco went to the police, and they started ruining his life, the people in the game. They went through the parents' like bank accounts. They were haunt, like They were like whatever with him and so that's the only reason he's playing again is because I just need to win so that this is over and then she's more like I need to win so I can have money to go to school but then she doesn't really care in the end she's like hey I just want you to win so this can be done right kind of thing um I can't really say what happens in the end because like everybody turns on her but she kind of is like I have a plan if you guys like can do this and then on her end her the best guy friend I was telling you about um works with like a computer person and they're trying to shut it down from the inside kind of so it's like everyone's trying to like kind of shut it down but what it's what this is meant the movie is meant to be is like this like need to be 
like the social media, the watching, the, you know, that kind of thing. Um, what I have discovered, I'm going to try really hard on this podcast to try and be more honest and not, I don't want to be mean, but I have to be honest. I don't think Emma Roberts is a good actress. So she. Nepotism. <laughs> not because of nepotism. It's the way she comes across especially in this movie I was like no I can't with you like I it's too it was too ex- uh, I don't even want to say extreme but you uh, like just the way she presents herself on screen it's not it's not my favorite I like Dave Franco he was probably the best part of the movie the concept is good it's definitely missing something um because I think the concept is really f- funny and I think it's not funny haha like funny in the way of interesting different yeah and like how we're pointing a mirror at, at what we're younger society yeah and just how they think this is fun and they're not really thinking like oh my god these are like people's lives like people could die and people could get hurt and you know that kind of thing and there were lots of instances where people got hurt and like they showed like a montage thing of stuff and so I did like the concept of it. I just, the ending's pretty good too. There's a good twist at the end. So that was pretty good. But yeah, it's just, I think it was her for me. I was like, no, that wasn't. And I'm sorry. I don't want to be mean, but. All right. So note to self, <laughs> look up every Emma Roberts movie. <laughs> then I was thinking to myself, what have I ever really liked her in? Like, I don't, I would have to go through because. Hotel for Dogs. <laughs> yeah. That's a cute movie. It's a cute movie. I would have to go through, though. I think she was Nancy Drew. I actually maybe liked her when she was younger, because I remember Meg and I used to watch a, sh- a movie called Aquamarine. She was pretty cute in that. She was cute. That was no, a good movie. No, I do remember that movie. Um, but I don't... I don't know. Something really lacks with me and her. Where the Millers. Where maybe she's just playing herself. Yeah, I wouldn't even say I really loved her in that movie. I feel like her place, her role could have been replaced. Out of all, out of the four main characters, yes. she is the least interesting to me of the We Are the Millers. So, are anyways. you saying that because she's a woman? <laughs> yeah, definitely a white woman. <laughs> white woman's Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. So that's that. Okay. Your turn. Uh, my movie is 2016's Hell or High Water, uh, directed by David McKenzie. Uh, it is about two brothers, Chris Pine and Brett and Ben Foster, who go on a calculated bank robbery spree that puts them on a collision course with a Texas Ranger, played by Jeff Bridges, prepared to take them down. Down. Very simple movie, but very well executed. So obviously, Chris Pine, Jeff Bridges, Ben Foster, uh, Taylor Sheridan's in it for a second. The creator of Yellowstone, who also wrote this movie, it makes a lot of sense. Makes so much sense. See, I saw it the other way, where I saw this movie first, and then Yellowstone, and then today we I rewatched this with you too, and I was like, oh my god, it is so Yellowstone. It is funny to me that. Sorry, I'll let you. But seeing it now, I know why back in 2016 I loved it. He has a style that I really do enjoy. Yeah. He's and, a good storyteller. And he knows cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, also, yet another Yellowstone connection, Gil Birmingham. Yeah. Who like plays him. Thomas Rainwater. And this, he is Jeff Bridges' partner, I guess. Yeah. Partners. Yeah. 
Um, and immediately I was like, this feels like Yellowstone and it has Yellowstone people. Like yeah. the first like couple frames where nothing's happening. And it's just the music. The score is very much Yellowstone. It's cool now that like Taylor Sheridan at least does have that kind of recognition where like this is a best picture nominated movie. Yeah. Um, so the first so immediately we're, we're robbing some banks early morning. The first one they kind of mess up where they're there too early and they can't get money in the vault so and like the woman they're robbing calls them dumb yeah she's like the only crime you have right now is for being dumb oh yeah and she uses stupid a lot and she's like yeah and then they wait for the other like the bank manager maybe or something yeah and then they hit him with a gun and steal some money from there then they go to a second bank Mm -hmm. where they walk in have their ski masks on, holding guns, and there's an old gentleman who I feel like was on Yellowstone. He looks like he would have been. Right. Um, is like, are you boys robbing this bank? And they're like holding guns, like give us the money. And with ski masks on. Yep. And he he's just like he doesn't work there, but he's just standing there. He's like, are you boys robbing this bank? And then he goes, you're not even Mexicans. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Oof. Uh, then as they're getting away, they get shot at because Chris Pine doesn't want to steal his gun. Well, he literally takes it off of him and then puts it beside him. Yeah. And then it's like, just keep your hands on the counter. I'm like, okay. Don't think he's going to do that. Then they bury the getaway car, which you said was was dumb. Did I say that? I thought so. Oh, I didn't. Oh, you think it's like a smart move? Well, you got to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's in the ground. They have a backhoe. So like it like is in the ground. Unless you're going to go like searching, searching the grounds. Um, but then, so then that's when you meet Jeff Bridges and the cops trying to figure out what's going on. And they're only stealing a few thousand dollars, Mm -hmm. like anything out of the registers that are like at the front registers, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not taking any big bills, not taking any like packs of money. It's just stealing a few thousand from, from each place. Well, Uh, because if there's too much stolen, then the FBI gets involved. And and, they don't want that. And uh, they're not taking the bank's money because that can be tracked. Yes. Um, Then you kind of go back and you're starting to learn about them. Like their mom died because it's it's a movie. We got to kill the mom. Yeah, totally. Um, Everyone, maybe I should be in this movie because everybody is just mumbling. Like, I know. Jeff Bridges, like, this was the (laughs) The volume was so funny. The volume up, volume down in this movie should be like, all right, let's go to let's go, let's go stop these guys, and then the music would start. Just bah, 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 yeah, and it was like so loud. Yeah. Um. So it was hard to get a right volume for yeah. this movie. Seeing this in the theater must have been awful because <laughs> the music is like level a hundred, and the talking is at like ten. <laughs> yeah. Like Ben Foster, I think I understood about seven words he said the whole movie, and one of them was life. Right. Um. Then you find it like Chris Pine has sons. They go to this diner. Ben Foster robs a bank by himself. Yeah, they're not even planning it. He just like walks across the street. He just robs this bank. Um, And for Jeff Bridges, he's like towards the end of his career. He's going to retire in a few like weeks. Yeah. Or days, really. Uh, But he doesn't know what he wants to do because his wife is dead. He doesn't want to go fishing every day and he doesn't i don't know they said like horse riding he's like no i don't want to do that he just wants to be a cop yeah he forever does. he's a texas ranger um then so then the rangers are slowly on to the second robbery that they did 
some people might have recognized them. The solo robbery, especially, they're sitting in a diner and walk across, like Ben Foster walks across the street, robs a bank, and they get away. Although, then it turned, is that one that's? No, yeah. That's there's a later it. one. Yeah. That Wait, that's the shootout no, one? No, that's not. There's another one. Yeah. Um, there's, like, multiple pl- clues. They go to Oklahoma. Um, they stop at a gas station. It's one of those, like, filler scenes, but it is pretty good that this car playing, like, really aggressive music pulls up and this like guy... screamo music. Yeah, and this guy starts yelling at Ben Foster and then he pulls out a gun. He's like, not so tough, are you? And Chris Pine's walking out and he just beats beats the guy up. I think what I liked about that scene is his brother always seemed, like, the unhinged, like, off, you know, and Chris Pine always seemed, like, chill. Yeah. And he was the more sensible, if you want to give him that title of, like, calmer sensible one and the other one smarter he had, had been in jail like yeah. ben foster had been in jail so like he's a little more of a hot tempered so i think that scene was significant in that way of showing like he's got it in him too he yeah. just yeah especially sticking up for his brother right and at first it's very much like you don't really understand the dynamic of their brotherhood yeah but as the movie goes on they show how like tight they actually are yeah um, so then they go to a casino to clean the money, which like pretty smart, pretty smart. Cause like, they're not asking questions. No, they have this big stack of money and he's like, yeah, I just sold my car. So that's why I have this. And she's like, okay, I don't care. Yeah. She basically is like, I don't care. Doesn't matter how you get it. Yeah. Uh, Ben Foster goes to play poker, but Chris Pine doesn't gamble. So he just goes and like sits at the bar. Some girl starts to like hit on him and Ben Foster walks back over is like, what are you trying to do? You're going to bring... You're gonna drug drug him and yeah, take his money shows, and call call some whatever. Yeah, and he's it kind of shows the, how they defend each other. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Ben Foster was in jail. He's like, I've been alive for thirty years in jail for twenty or mm-hmm. ten of them. Yeah. Um. Can you so say he, why he's in jail, or is that later? Um, I don't know if I wrote it down. I don't oh. remember what it was. Oh he wait, killed, no, yeah, he killed. He killed his dad. Yeah. In a hunting accident those in are in April, quotes yeah in a barn in a barn yeah. yeah but he his dad was i don't think he was a very nice man so he took care of that so yeah he had been out for a year at this point and it's this is just a great line he's like um chris pine says to him he's like how how long how have you stayed out of jail for this long and he's like it's been hard <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was good the delivery was perfect on that line uh jeff bridges and uh gil from uh, I always just want to say Rainwater from yeah, I know. Yellowstone. They're like sharing a room, but not really because they're trying to. There's this next bank that he's like, if they're going to rob the next bank, it's going to be this one. So yeah. we're going to stay and watch it. Um, But Jeff Bridges is just being like annoying and racist. Like he's just. He has some really bad. Like he says some really bad things. Because like he's making fun of him for being Native American. Yeah. But then he's also half Mexican. So he's like, oh, once I get through these jokes, then I'll make fun of you for being Mexican. Yeah. They're like watching TV. And he's like, ah, oh, this is a real sport, which was presumably football. They actually didn't show it. But he's like, don't worry, soccer highlights will come on later. Mm-hmm. Just like unnecessary. He plays the character really well. Um. Ben Foster um, has sex in the bed, like, right next to Chris Pine. Yeah. Yeah. Chris Pine's just there sleeping. Yep. He's just having sex. Good old brotherly moment. Yeah. Uh, we get the title drop. Yes, we do. 4515, which is, uh, it was a character, he was on Friday Night Lights. I'm sure he's been in other stuff, but he was Jason Street's wheelchair buddy. Yeah. And he basically is just, he's helping, 
he's helping them out because the bank screws over so many people. Or and it was specifically about his 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 specific mom. M- yeah mom and the farm and like he kind of explains like you know they did this so that you would have to remortgage it and they're making it impossible for you to keep this place and the reason they want it is because there's it's oil. valuable oil okay well i didn't know I if you sh- were struck oil i know but i didn't know if you were wanting to say that later or something so uh so our two rangers are at the restaurant and the waitress just or- orders for them and goes on this whole spiel of like i've worked here for 44 years and the only time someone tried to order something that wasn't the t-bone steak was this guy from new york in 1987 and he ordered a trout and she's like we don't serve no trout yeah. so then her quote is what don't you want right like what do you not want right because your options with your t-bone steak and baked potatoes are either corn on the cob or green beans that's it so you have to pick what you don't want between those two yeah very just weird scene but yeah uh, then Ben Foster, Chris Pine, they have to buy another getaway car because they had to bury the second car or mm-hmm. yeah. the second car from the third robbery. Though. Yes. Yes. Um, then after they buy the car and Ben Foster's like, you know, it's beer o'clock. Mm-hmm. And the guy that sold them the truck brings out a beer for him. Yeah. Uh, Chris Pine goes to see his son and his son is actually like kind of not defending him, but it's like. He says, you know, if you hear anything about me, it's true. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, like, I, I don't want to believe it. He's like, it is true. And like, you and your brother have to be better than me and your uncle. Yeah. You got to be better than us. And then he tells them that they're leaving. He's leaving the ranch to them. Yes. That it's in a trust. You won't be able to sell it. It's in a trust and it's your land. Hmm. He's basically just trying to set them up for yeah. life. Yeah. Um, so then the rangers go and they sit outside outside of the bank or like across the street from the bank but outside of the restaurant waiting for them to rob this bank as our two boys are going to rob said bank it's closed it's closed it's all locked up so they have to go find something else to do uh but jeff bridges slept through the night so he actually didn't see any of this happening no he was sleeping and gil was getting coffees yeah so i'm like you guys are doing a great job then they both figure out the strategy of what's the next bank we're going to hit? And I think it's in like the town, like pose or something. It started with a P. Okay. And then that's where they're going. And then Jeff Bridges is like, this is the next bank they're going to go to. Mm-hmm. So they both, they're both going to that bank. Um, as, as the two, as the brothers are walking up to the bank, Chris Pine's like, Oh my God, it's so big. And my boss was like, that's what she said. I know. I was like, all right, this good little pre robbery. That's what she said. A lot of, boy brotherhood like they're like fighting but like play fighting yeah they're boys and they tell each other to like fuck off yeah like or fuck you yeah that's their way of saying that i love you yeah um then they get into this bank and you know everything is it's a big bank it's a big bank there's There's a lot lot of people a lot of people because before it's usually just them and the teller that is yeah or maybe one other person yeah the guy was like you're not mexican yeah (laughs) but Uh, this is a lot i would say there's at least 20 to 30 people in the bank and the part that you said which i was thinking about during the movie of like there's so many people in the bank you're also in texas, texas. oklahoma Hi. that area everybody has guns they got open open carry yeah they all carry um so they're getting the money from this bank you can see one guy's like pulling it out of his waistband and then there's a security officer coming to one girl texts texts like oh you got to come here then some chaos ensues in the bank i won't say what happens there but 
That turns into a shootout. Then they go outside into another shootout, and people are chasing them. The cops start chasing them. There's a really cool transition from them driving away of their bullet-riddled truck into, like, the Rangers because they're, like, they get a call, and it's, like, oh, this bank is being robbed, and Jess Bridges is like, ah, 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 I knew it. <laughs> That's actually a quote, word for word, what he said. It's ah, exactly ah, pretty ah. good, actually. Um, but then, so then they stop. Ben Foster is getting to the getaway car, and Ben Foster pulls out his rifle and just starts shooting the all the people that were chasing them and chased them probably a good amount of distance. And he just shoots a couple rounds at them and they just drive away. Yeah, they're just like, bye. And there's like probably 10 of them. Like 10 cars and like lots of people. And like or one whatever. Ben Foster. One Ben Foster. And they were like, bye, out. Oops, they just got scared. Um, then we get uh, Ben Foster. He's in the bullet riddle truck and he's in a car chase with the police. Um he then blows up the truck into the police, mm-hmm. which is a pretty pretty smart move. He's up in the mountains, kind of. Yeah, he's up in like a big hill thing. And he's got a sniper. Yeah. I won't say what he does with the sniper. Yeah. But then Jeff Bridges is going to hunt him down. Yeah. And that's pretty much the end of... Of it. what you can say. Yeah. Without ruining it. And did you like the movie? I love the movie. Yeah, I thought, I thought the it was movie great. was really great. Very simple. It's just under two hours. Yeah. And it's just like... It really flows nicely. It tells a good story. It's got like there's no it's lull. Sat- it's satisfying. Like yep. the ending is satisfying. Like, the ending is very good. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. I I remember at that time because I, I I've always tried to watch as many movies of the Oscars or Golden Globes, like depending on which one I'm watching for. And I remember always being like, okay, I'm gonna watch this, and not being like, oh, I don't really want to watch this movie, and being kind of really surprised really yeah. yeah and now that i've watched yellowstone and all that it makes, makes sense. a lot of sense that if if it wasn't for gil you could say these movies are in the same universe yeah, yeah. or maybe it's like gil's twin brother right yeah for rainwater's sure. twin brother uh so yeah perfect well, let's get into all our right year We're round wrapping up. it up everyone Last. i would like to say just as a precursor that i have probably definitely missed movies and things I wanted to say because I didn't keep very good track of what I watched because I feel like it's the same as like anything awards season people tend to remember closer to the end of the year of what you've watched so I've already set up for next year that I will have a better system so and even if it's just keeping a note in your phone of like oh I watched this I watched that totally I'm gonna do that um so favorite movie in the theater uh I'm gonna say I kind of cheated I did put two me too. Okay. Um, I think the one we would agree on is the menu. Yes. Because that was the most shocking, jarring, well, maybe not jarring now after seeing Babylon, but just like the way this, like, and I love when movies do this, this could be a play. Yeah. Very easily. Yeah, for sure. It's all in one setting outside of like setting a up the characters. Of, yeah, a couple of little things. But, but the main crux of the movie happens in one place and yeah. they keep your attention the whole time and everything's moving and everything is getting crazier. As you're, you're not moving. really sure what's happening. No. You're like, what? What is actually, this isn't really what's happening, is it? And then you're moving through the courses and you're just like slowly realizing what's going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I said the menu as well. What was your other one? Maverick. Hmm. That was a very good theater movie. I saw it twice and I you guys you know I loved it. I, it's all I talked about for like two, three weeks. I loved the movie. I thought it was just such a well done, good movie. And see it in the theater, 
was so great. Like on the big screen with the music and the. And even like Tom Cruise had that message before the movie. Mm-hmm. Of, I think a lot of movies are doing this now. Like we're happy you're seeing this on the big screen. Yeah. Like for the sure. movie's meant to be seen. Top Gun definitely meant to be seen on a big screen with great speakers. Yeah, for sure. Um, I missed one. <laughs> Favorite movie at home. Um, I'll also I it. I'll throw out also my other in the oh, theater okay. was uh, Glass Onion. Oh yeah, Knives yeah. Out story. Yeah. Doesn't necessarily need to be seen in the theater, but I just thought it was such a spectacularly well, done. It's like, on Netflix now, so don't go to the theater to see no, it. No, it's on well, Netflix. it's not in the theater anymore. Oh okay. Like they, they had only... it for a week and that was it. That's why we went because we wanted to be the cool people that saw it in the theater. I'm definitely it. It could have. If it didn't line, it like came out on the 23rd. If it didn't come out so close, close to Christmas, I probably would have watched it again. Yeah, yeah. Because then it would have been in contention for Best at Home. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't put anything favorite at home. Not sure. Didn't enjoy anything at home? Like, I'm sure I did, but I, I don't know why. Top I Gun again. Yeah, right. I have watched it since then, too. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe something will come to me when I'm whatever. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Uh, my favorite movie at home was probably Hustle. Oh, okay, yeah. Just like a fun Adam Sandler basketball. Ben Foster, he's in it. Ben Foster. With no hair. Ah, where did it go? <laughs> um, best TV shows of the year. How many How many do you have? One, two, three, four, five. Five. Um, I could knock it down, though, if I had to. I was just kind of, you know, in your brainstorming. Yeah. I'll say my very, very favorite would be Euphoria. I, I love that show. I mean, I a lot of people didn't like the second season, but um, because dad watched it after me and I kind of got to see some with him. I are you OK? Yeah. OK. Um, I, I I still really liked it. I thought it was a really good season. Uh, the only reason why I didn't want to put it because I didn't want to do more than like two. OK. Just because like. I thought of, did I enjoy Euphoria more or did I enjoy Barry more? Right. Which, for me, it was Barry. Okay. That's a show that's taken, like, three years off. Yeah. And came back in, like, such a unique way, such yeah. a different way. And I don't know if it's the end of the story of that show, but it kind of feels like it should be. I feel like it should be, too. I have Barry on my list as well. If I had to only pick, though, two out of my five, I think I would pick... Ooh, that's hard maybe ozark i don't know still not done it either are you yeah we finished today oh what happened they all died happily ever after nice (laughs) i'm just kidding everyone uh my my other show would be uh the jeffrey dahmer story from from netflix especially it is such it is that it is a it's a gr- not gross, but just like very, very well done. Evan Peters and his accent are mm-hmm. just so good. Uh, Nisi Nash Betts, who plays like the, the person trying to get the story in the public and the way it develops as a true story, which I, I didn't know before going into it. It was it was so well done. Right. And it's not just about like it, it goes into not making him a sympathetic character because he did what he did. And that's, yeah, yeah. He's just, it's always good, though, to see other sides. Yeah, they show his upbringing and show what happened and at least not justify, but they make sense of what he did and yeah. how he would have grown into that. I can say my favorite movie at home, which I just watched last night, was She Said Then. I'll say that one because I just watched that one. Nice. Um, One other TV show I just want to touch on. Actually, no, I'll say that for... TV shows you which more people saw. I did put Barry because mm-hmm. I do think I don't think 
I think people that l- like it, like love it. Like I think the people that are are in it really love it. But I think that it's still. If you're on the outside looking in, it does just look like, oh, is Bill Hader just being funny? But he has a lot more depth Ooh, to his yeah, character. Yeah, it's so good. And Henry Winkler and like the cast is great. The storyline's very original and unique. It's it is good. The only other one I'll say, which people make fun of me for this movie, this show is pretty hard cases it's a canadian show and i love it i love it it's these two women police officers and one is like you know like the bad bitch like she's just like this like black strong like you know take no shit and the other one's this tiny little nerdy kind of girl and like could not be more different and i mean sometimes they get along and sometimes they don't so it's just i don't know i really love it it's got it's got something it's got my heart. Uh, my two would be Kenobi. Mm-hmm. Although I think a lot of people love Star Wars. I think since Disney's taken over, a lot of people are a little bit spurned by the movies. I'm not. I don't really care. You got to take the movies where you want to take them. But yeah. if you if you give the show a chance, it'll bring you back to great Star Wars moments. And it, it's got one, to me, like, not defining moment, but one one sequence in particular that mm-hmm. is just like something you if you're a star wars fan you've always waited for right yeah uh the other one's yellowstone i don't i feel like a lot of people don't watch it uh, see a lot of my friends watch it so i i would say more people watch it than don't i i can't actually think of one friend that doesn't watch it so i think it's also maybe an age group thing could be because i would think when i always think like the ringer will always talk about oh it's it's this night for this show and they were tailored a lot more towards HBO and White Lotus, I yeah, guess, because yeah. I saw more people talk about White Lotus. Oh than yeah, no, Yellowstone. I've yeah, I've seen a lot of people talk about White Lotus, but White Lotus is now done for the season, so I wonder. And people, if two things, if we're gonna do another recasting thing in the future, or maybe future casting, I think we should do to do the next Knives Out. Yeah. And the next White Lotus. Love it. I think those would be. Because a lot of people on the internet have already started to do that. Yeah, yeah. Of, of like, who they what, want. What would you do with the story? Where yeah, would you yeah. have it? I just think those are, those I two in particular would be really fun. I saw a really interesting thing. I haven't watched the second season of White Lotus, but that someone thinks there's going to be seven seasons. The seven deadly sins. Because it's the seven deadly sins. And I'm like, that's genius if it is. Because be I don't smart. know what this one's about. I haven't watched any of it yet. So, But I do like the cast. So, um, TV shows you still want to watch? Uh, for me, House of the Dragon. I only watched the first episode of it, yeah. So I, I want to definitely maybe rewatch the first one and yeah, get like stay in it. Yeah, and then the other one which we're planning to watch is Andor. Yes, that um, I put Abbott Elementary because it's mm. really um, it's like people are really loving it. It's about a school, which I think right up my alley and funny, and so that one's like pretty high on my list. Like I would love to start it like ASAP. Yeah. TV shows, either new or returning, we're excited to see. Uh, you, can, you can go first. So new for me is Fleshman is in Trouble. Um, that's uh, Claire Danes and Michael Sarah. It's gotten a lot of um, a lot of hype lately, and it's an HBO show. I believe it might be an FX, and HBO is just car- or Crave is carrying it. So don't quote me on that. Um, but I really want to see that. And returning, I would say Jack Ryan. We watched the first episode. There's, I, I'm surprised the show that you didn't include in there. What? Tell me. Uh, I mean, there has been a bit of 
issues with making this show. We don't know necessarily when it's coming out, but Ted Lasso. Yeah. Oh, my God. Final season. Well, that. Okay. It hasn't actually been confirmed that it is the final season. I just want to say for the record. They, they don't, I don't think I mean, you want to stick around too long. I know, but maybe three isn't quite enough. I don't know. <laughs> maybe not enough for you. No. Yeah, that would definitely. But I, for me, I don't even see like that's uh, is it even coming out the next year right so no yeah uh the other two are definitely interconnected returning would be the mandalorian mm-hmm. and then new would be ahsoka which is not spin-off of mandalorian but they brought in rosario dawson as ahsoka tano and now she's getting her own uh not solo show but i guess just show yeah. show about her right, show right based on her right and hayden christensen coming back as anakin skywalker is is still really cool to hear yeah that's pretty cool for sure uh movie that disappointed you uh, i mean i think it deserves a rewatch but we saw it in the theater and not the best conditions but devotion yeah it was a sound issue though more than anything like i feel like there was a couple issues I had with the movie. The sound, which isn't it, the, it's not the movie's fault. No. It actually was the theater's issue that every time someone was talking, you couldn't actually hear them. It sounded like it was coming off of one speaker, yeah. like you know that sound. And then when there was music playing, it was like surround sound. So it was it was such it was such a um, it was just hard to get into it because it was frustrating. But I also feel like they tried to make this big movie around kind of a one incident and um there wasn't a lot of like back not backstory but like more storyline I felt like it was just kind of a one-dimensional we're just leading up to this one thing and then the one thing's kind of done and you're like okay but like what now I don't know right I don't know but I agree with you I would definitely watch it again in better circumstances because I think the frustration of the sound kind of ruined the experience um, I put The Good Nurse. I feel bad saying it, but I was so excited about this movie. Like, I I think I saw the trailer maybe a month or two before, and I was so excited. I love Jessica Chastain, Eddie Redmay. Like, I was... True story. Like, I was so excited about it, and it really fell pretty flat for me. I felt like it was really slow. Um, but again, it's it's that same idea of, like, how do you make a whole movie about one thing and it's supposed to be like grab your attention I don't know it just fell flat for me yeah it wasn't my favorite uh best performance by an actor I was setting you up that I had a very good answer for this okay and I think it's because it's a character we've seen before in a in a previous movie but we brought this character back in different circumstances and I think I didn't see the first movie when it came out, so I want to give Daniel Craig his flowers. Right. Benoit Blanc, the just incredible accent and the way he just moves in that movie and they're there for this game. But then as the layers unfold of this movie, it there is a lot more to it. But at first, it just there is a murder mystery that Blanc just straight up solves. Yeah. And it just would have, ru- and it ruined the whole weekend. Yeah. So then they have to, I don't know. Pivot. Ru- pivot. Plan B. Yeah. Daniel Craig. Know. Daniel Craig is amazing. And I think he deserves, especially for, he never got typecast as James Bond. No. That was never just his thing. No, he's, he's, I, I would say he's almost underrated with his choices and how good he is. Because if we, if you just pick two characters that he, that he's played that have been 
incredibly different than James Bond. It's this, and it's his character Logan Lucky. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he is made such amazing choices to really separate himself and show off his acting chops. So, yeah, Daniel Craig, here are your flowers. Mine is Ray Fiennes from The Venue. That was the other person I was thinking that really that really he, deserved it because yeah. we also haven't we haven't seen Elvis. Or did you see Elvis? No, I, I haven't seen Elvis. So a lot of people would say Austin Butler. Yeah. I think from what I heard about the movie, I'm a little concerned that it's just going to be... There's two movies this year that I think fall into this category of this person's amazing, but the movie around them wasn't great. Right. And it's Elvis and it was blonde with Ana de Armas as Oh, I would Marilyn also Monroe. add Florence Pugh and Don't Worry Darling. Because the, movie the movie's okay, but she is extraordinary. Like, if she wasn't in it, the movie would have been... Ugh. But she is, I would put Florence Pugh in there too. Um, best performance by an actress. I did Viola Davis for Woman King. Um, she is so kick-ass in this movie. She's strong. She's like, she leads these like women warriors. It's a true story. It's, it's beautiful. Beautiful. I loved, loved this movie. I think it's, no, it's not out yet. I was going to say, I saw it in the theater. Uh, my best performance by an actress and i saw someone say that they're attempting to make this person a box office star which i think is completely ridiculous when i say this i know it's recent to say this because we just saw babylon but margot robbie is Mm -hmm. truly spectacular yeah and this this is also like this isn't her just like resting on her looks no she is taking and she has taken a lot of like i tanya she's not there to be beautiful yeah she's there to be tanya harding yeah I, tanya harding because i was oh yeah, yeah she hit is, nancy yeah. kerrigan yeah um in this movie it is not based on her looks like that is not why she's amazing in this movie no she is amazing because she is this up-and-coming actress that already thinks she's a superstar and she has all this confidence but then you can see these like shades of like can i actually do this yeah yeah oh i'm gonna get a nose job oh i'm gonna self-sabotage mm-hmm. oh i'm gonna sabotage this project and her character development in it is amazing. And I just, I think I will start my Margot Robbie best actress campaign with Damien Chazelle best director campaign right, right nice. now. All right. I I agree with you. I thought she was, I thought she was fabulous. I did. I really did. And it must be hard if you're, I know boohoo hard. I know white problems or whatever. Privilege. No. What's the other thing people say? Oh, champagne problems. Champagne problems. I'm so pretty, but it's the same. I felt like with Brad Pitt when everybody, when he was at his like, oh my God, he's so hot. But I was like, look, he's cute. Like I get why people like him. He was never my taste. I get why people thought so, but he also is an extraordinary actor. Like, and I feel like sometimes people forget that because of their look. So it's, it's nice. She's being recognized hopefully because that this movie is not it doesn't paint her and like she's not a beauty queen in this. No. She's kind of a hot mess actually. <laughs> she's very much. <laughs> so um but it's just more her acting. Like she's just I've never seen her do anything like that. So uh movie you wish more people saw. I put the Woman King just because I was on that bandwagon of the Woman King. And probably she said. I feel like with him. Yeah, I feel like she said, so I just watched it last night and I feel like it's a really important movie. I don't think it'll a lot of people will watch it because of the content of what it is. It is basically like taking how the article came to be about Harvey Weinstein and basically men predators. So I feel like you're really pigeon pigeonholing of who your audience is gonna be. 
I think the movie was so well done. I actually, just for the record, Carrie Mulligan gets nominated. The Zoe, because Zoe starts with a K, I think, is extraordinary too. Like I was like, is Carrie Mulligan getting nominated because it's Carrie Mulligan? Because uh, Zoe Kazan. Kazan. She's so good in it. Like I was really blown away by her performance and I feel like she's in it more. And I think she, anyways, I think um, what I loved about the movie is that it, um, it isn't just, it isn't just about how this article came to be. It's how the whole system protects predators too. And it's just, there's a lot of layers to it. It's really well done. Patricia Clarkson's amazing in it. Um, I think it's a really important movie. I know it's not for everybody, but it's... a lot of people are gonna shy away from it because of the the content and like I know I make the the joke about every time there's a Harvey Weinstein movie, ooh, look, it's this. Yeah. But I actually think I realize now, not saying I'm some amazing woke feminist, but I actually think it's a better thing to be like, look, he did this movie. Look, he did um Goodwill Hunting. Mm-hmm. Like Miramax was a part of that, or the Weinstein Company. I think it's actually important to point that out because i don't think we should shy away from like and by no means am i separating the art and the artist it's it can be two separate things of like yeah. i guess i said kind of contradicted myself there no but, but i know what you're trying to say but like like um quite a few tarantino movies are weinstein or miramax like well, what are you supposed to do now not like those movies yeah, like, glorious bastards just... is a great movie it doesn't it doesn't to me get tainted because harvey weinstein is an awful person no and he, let me tell you, awful. I saw that uh, they have someone play Harvey Weinstein. That's you only, it's from the back. It's uh, for two seconds. Um, but they have, um, it, he, he was, he was a, he was a monster. He was a monster who abused his prow- power and privilege. And it's gross. Actually, there's a lot I didn't know. It's gross. Like, it, so I think it's a really important movie. I hope more people see it. Just even if you don't like the content, like the acting is really great. And, I, you know what I'm really interested? I really like investigative journalism, I think. Like, I find it really interesting, like, how people get stories and put them together. And I don't know. I think I like movies like that, too. Like, I find it really interesting. So, yay, journalism. (laughs) Uh, Uh, My two uh, that I wish more people saw. I think the Guardians Holiday special. I know it's a little more recent. But that is just, like, if you're a Marvel fan especially – it is a fun time. It's yeah. like under an hour. It's holiday Christmas spirit. It's them. Like, it's not much of a seat. Like, Kevin Bacon is in the movie. Like, it, it's something that they have joked like joked about a few years ago. Now they have him. Like, he's yeah. in the MCU. It is just a really, like, to me now, it'll be a holiday season staple. Yeah, one that you have to watch, for sure. Mm, the other one would be Bros, I think. Yeah. Bros and, like, we're talking about representing communities in the LGBTQ plus. I don't want to hope I'm not misspeaking with that. Yeah. It is just, and coming from Billy Eichner and it just, it was such a genuine story and it wasn't just like, like I, I, and I'll call out a movie. I like set it up. Uh, Pete Davidson plays Glenn Powell's roommate and he's gay mm-hmm. and they just kind of make him the stereotype or like the, I don't want to say the S word, but like, a very out there gay person of right, like right. Always, and like open of like oh I'm always sleeping with these guys when like this just felt like a genuine story yeah and I think um the other one with Jim Parsons spoiler alert spoiler is going to be the same thing yeah. not the same thing because this was a comedy but yeah that's a movie that like I don't want to say I'm hesitant to see the only reason I would hesitate seeing it's it sad. it's going to be like devastating yeah 
Yeah. But I love that we're getting more representation. I just find it way more exciting now to like, oh, okay, it's just not this same old storyline. Like I, I'm excited about what's to come now that everyone's a little more, a little more woken up. We're getting there. Yeah. We're not fully awake, but you know, it's, you're half asleep. Half asleep. We're getting there. Um, best thing on Netflix. Um, I, I don't want to say I cheated with this a bit because it is it was released in the theaters as well, but I put Glass Onion. Okay. From yeah. this, so we're doing best thing from this year. Yeah. That and I did Dahmer because that's also Netflix. Okay. I did Inventing, Inventing Anna, Anna um, because it's just a really well done series, and I did Stoltz. Stoltz. Stutz. 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 Listen, guys, I Jonah don't know. Hill. Jonah Hills. And with his therapist, and they do, I think it took over the course of the year. It is like nothing I've ever seen before. It's not, Yeah, it's just a really well done series, movie. I don't know what you could even call it. Docu-series? It's just one. It's like an hour and a half. So yeah. it's like, but it's not really a movie. Docu- documentary. Documentary? Okay. Let's say that. It's a, really a do- good. It's one of those, sure. like, I have to watch it again and maybe write some stuff down. Because his therapist is, like, he's pretty great. <laughs> he's, like, genius. Really, really good. Uh, best thing on Prime? Uh, Yellowstone, for Yellowstone. one thing. It does. It is on, like, Paramount Plus right now, but mm, we'll it's also Prime. Uh, and then I cheated a bit with this one, but they did technically release it on Prime this year. Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, okay. I watched that while I was sick, and it's a very fun, comforting movie. Nice. I also put People We Hate at the Wedding. Because <laughs> it's a great cast. Uh, Jack was like, you're going to watch that movie? And um, what happened after you watched the movie? Um, What happened? Maybe Jack was right. I just think I liked it. You know what other show I liked? <laughs> I think I liked it. <laughs> Um, the one that Kristen Bell was in was like the woman across the street from the, oh, the woman across the street. It had a really long title. I can't remember. Oh, though. is that I think the one where she Netflix. was like drinking wine, like yeah. a big glass of wine? That one was funny. If you got the humor, because it's really making fun of those kind of shows, um, like across the street from the girl on the train. I don't know. It was like a whole long title. That one was actually pretty funny. Um, Apple. So I looked through Apple and didn't really find anything that I watched this year. So I just threw back Ted Lasso and Coda. Okay. I watched four things that I loved on this. So Severance, in fairness, I have only watched one episode, but I'm really excited to keep watching it. Slow Horses, one of the best shows ever. I love the show. I did have it in my best TV shows of the year. So it just came back with season two. I haven't watched it yet. Selena Gomez did a documentary. Um, amazing. I loved it. I thought it was so well done. I think her advocacy for mental health is so important. And I think she's so honest. And I just think it was a beautifully well done documentary. And Cha Cha Real Smooth. Um, it's Dakota Johnson. And it's really good. Not Dakota Fanning, though. Dakota Johnson. Thank you. Johnson. She's a Nepo baby, too. <laughs> Apparently, Jamie Lee Curtis is really mad about this talk about Nepo babies because she's one, Jamie Lee Curtis. And so she's all. That's why you're mad about it, is because you are one. I know. I just thought it was really funny. I heard someone. Mad. I heard someone talk about, like, you know who's been really good with this? Haley Bieber. And people are like, has she said anything about it? And they're like, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow said it's twice as hard and she agreed. Right. Ooh. It's been really. That's really good. That's great. To really acknowledge your privilege. Uh, Yeah. Cha cha, real smooth. 
uh, Disney. I did Atlanta, which I still have to mm-hmm. finish catching up on. And then I did the Guardians holiday special because I just loved it. Because I haven't seen, we haven't seen the Banshees, which is going to come up yes. very soon. But it, gonna... uh, for now, it's Guardians holiday. I did Only Murders in the Building with Selena Gomez, Martin Short, and Steve Martin. And I just, they've had two seasons and I just really liked it. I thought it was I really love those two. And then when you put, I mean, everyone knows I love Selena. So like when you put kind of those three together and three amigos. Yeah. Like they're just really fun and it's like, it's silly and it's, it's a murder and they got to solve it. And I don't know. They're just cute. Is it so. only in the building? Yeah. It's only in the building now. Uh, Crave. Uh, so two shows we already talked about Euphoria and Barry. Yeah. Both Crave properties. The other one, which. So this was one that I watched in the theaters, and then a couple weeks later, it came out on Crave. We watched it together. The Batman. Yeah, the Batman. Um, I put the Righteous Gemstones, and then I would also grow with you with Barry and Euphoria. Righteous Gemstones, you guys, if you haven't watched that, it's so good. You. Well, I think it. W- I think it would be a select few of people that would like it. I don't think it's like meant for everybody, but uh, movies you still want to see. I mean, there's a lot of Oscar movies. I know everything, everywhere, all at once is on my list that I'm watching in the next few weeks. Yeah. Want to get in as many Oscar movies as I can. But I'd say the number one movie that I'm excited for is The Banshees of Inishirin. Yeah, me too. That. And I also want to watch The Swimmers because I've had a few people recommend that movie. But I would agree. Those are my two. Uh, Top five movies of the year. So this is where we get to the hard, I would say, the hardest three that we had to do. Yeah. This one, I I had four, four I would say four pretty easily. Okay. Finding the fifth, which I actually realize now it's where they are is about where I'd rank them. Okay. Good. So Bullet Train was the last one. Okay. Just because for what that movie is and like Brad Pitt performances, like I, they just don't disappoint. Mm-hmm. Like he, his character was also just like, not perfect, but like it was just so good and it was so fun for like uh um like a like people that kill an assassin movie yeah yeah it was, for him yeah. to be like reluctant of like oh i don't want to do this and i'm so unlucky yeah and it just like <laughs> continued throughout the film i just thought it was so much fun yeah it was it's one i want to watch again the ending it happens with a lot of movies i'm not going to discredit it too much because until you get towards the end it is all pretty well put together yeah even like yeah, like right before it kind of gets crazy or like a little bit after it gets crazy it kind of get makes sense again and then has a weird ending mm-hmm. but it's still i just had fun with it yeah good should i do all my yeah all my just five? might as well uh glass onion yeah just a knives that out one story was the same as bullet train where the kind of the ending is like what but then you just start like whatever we're just gonna ignore it because Again, it's it's supposed to be, if you think of Glass Onion, it's a very obvious story, but no one can tell me this movie was too obvious. Not, the first Knives Out, completely unguessable of what could have happened, when, what, when, where, why, yeah, all yeah. that. The second one, the crime and maybe the criminal might be, I don't want to say obvious, but like a little, it was nudged to you a little bit more. But the twist they throw in this movie, yeah. they throw two at you involving one character, and it's incredible. Yep. It just adds like a whole different layer to the story, which is why I want to watch it again, knowing what happened to see yeah. if it still lives up. Perfect. Uh, the menu. Just yeah. the... I actually realize now, Babylon, I would probably have about Bullet Train. Yeah. 
now that I'm thinking about it. But yeah, the menu just like it, it almost reminds me of Knives Out because it was such a unique story, mm-hmm. and yeah. you could have never predicted, expected what was happening. Yeah. And it is just amazing that everybody in that kitchen and restaurant just were all in sync with this. Yeah. This story. Yeah. Uh, the Batman. Mm-hmm. For a character we've seen rebooted so many times to just have this like different kind of grit with it mm-hmm. and having that Nirvana song with it that I had never heard before the movie. But yeah. it is just such a good ominous song. And I think if award shows did villain of the year... Even if he didn't necessarily win, Paul Dano as the Riddler was impeccable. Yeah. And then Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Just the most fun movie of the year. For sure. And it's Tom Cruise and Miles Teller just... Miles Teller really getting to be the star of this movie with almost like Tom Cruise helping him. Yeah, yeah. And wanting to help him in their dynamics of his dad and everything that they include from the first movie, but mm-hmm. don't overwhelm you. Like you don't necessarily have had to seen the first one, but it does help. Yeah. Yeah. You don't definitely don't. So yeah, Those top, are good. Yeah. Top five. Uh, mine are no, in no particular order. Uh, the menu for sure. With everything you said, I agree. Um, everything everywhere all at once, just because I love that it is. Um, so uh, what is the word you used the other day? Like not controversial. It's, um, Sorry, what movie? For everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, just like it's such a love hate, and I love that. There's such <laughs> that yeah, people are hating it. There's no in the middle of that movie. There isn't, and I could not love that more. So I'm on the love side. So, uh, the Woman King, just strong women. I just loved the true story of it. I thought it was so great. Maverick, obviously, because it's all I ever talked about this entire year. And then I would add, she said. I had Cha Cha Real Smooth, but I had written this a while ago. So now that I've seen She Said, I'm going to switch it to She Said. And yeah, that's my, those are my top five. I'm realizing now that I'm going to just very quickly, as we're talking about this, so we're, the, our next one is top five movies of 2022. Yeah. I'm just going to quickly, how about you do yours and I'm going to count how movie, how many movies I watched just for the podcast. This oh, year. okay. I won't list them all because that would just be kind of annoying. Um, so I did, um, so these are the movies that we got told to watch, like our podcast, um, uh, challenge movies and we had to rank them. So again, in no particular order, I did cherry. I just think it was just a really well done movie. Tom Holland. I just thought the colors of it, the storyline, the way they progressed the story was so well done. And I don't think a lot of people have watched it. Um, end of watch, uh, that movie shocked me that I liked it, but it was, yeah, and then another Jake Gyllenhaal. I did Southpaw again. Not a boxer. Don't normally like boxing movie, but it was a really well done boxing movie. Uh, the Redeem Team I put on oh, there. Oh, nice. Yeah, and um, but my favorite was Rise. Yeah, I'm surprised that wasn't the best thing on Disney. Yeah, that's true. It should have been, but I could. Yeah, I realize now that there's 52 weeks in a year, and we do a podcast every week. Um, because we started this year with the top 100, we watched uh, Snatch, Rocky, Monsters, Inc., Green Mile, The Untouchables, um, WALL-E, The Truman Show, Alien, Gladiator, Life is Beautiful, and Lord of the Rings. So it actually added up to 53 movies oh, okay. instead of 52. Nice. So I hope everyone enjoyed that journey. <laughs> <laughs> I realized halfway I... through counting that there's probably one podcast a week and or one movie a week. Yeah. I liked watching you count that, though. Yeah. That was fun. Uh, so my top five I, again. I I did 
I did rank them. It's hard though. There's a lot of great movies. Yeah, yeah, for that sure. I had to watch. Especially I feel like you gave me better movies than I gave you. No, I just think it's different. Like our ages are different. I think I've seen more. I don't think it's like better necessarily. It's it's good too. I like seeing things that I wouldn't normally watch. So I would say I like did a, a system where I would like strike out movies if they oh, weren't okay. in the top five. Yeah. The ones I couldn't strike out but couldn't put in the top five were Locke, Malcolm and Marie on the lo- on the rocks brothers and the tender bar nice yeah so, those are so all i guess it's great. kind of top 10 yeah yeah but top five again in order five runaway jury yeah just the way that movie's put i together. love that you loved it so much and that you appreciated how much i loved it yeah you really got it too and like the good and the bad and like how all the characters are intertwined and it's such like a serious thing but then people like people would have their fun with it too like yeah. in the movie uh, for Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. Just wholesome. Dakota. Just Dakota Johnson. Yep. yep. Uh, three Coda. Nice. I did watch it this year. Oh I think I watched God. it before the Oscars. Yeah. You know, I, it was a, it was in February, but I don't remember when the Oscars exactly were. Yeah. Uh, two Whiplash. Nice. Because it's shocking that I'd never seen that movie before. Yeah. Uh, and then number one because another movie that I should have seen before, but the first Knives Out. Yeah. Because I took wa- it list. Watch that. Watch that with the well, I guess girlfriend at the time. Yep. Um, and we were just so like, how like we paused that movie a couple times, which I don't like doing. I like watching the movie and talking about it after. Yeah. But it was just kind of like, oh my god, like how is especially those movies do such a. I mean, the two movies have done such a good job with like you have so many characters and so many different. Like even in in Glass Onion, they had a list and it was like motive and opportunity. Mm-hmm. And the first Knives Out is even a crazier. Like the cast is actually smaller in the second one, but the motive and opportunity is right way more accessible. Yeah, because they're in such a small space. Yeah, no, it's good. Uh, we are almost wrapping up, everyone. Um, upcoming movies for twenty twenty three. So is we, our last thing. So we both did six. Yeah. And I said I said we would have three the same. Okay, great. So. And I said two. Yeah. So. Oppenheimer. Yep. That was definitely one. Dune 2. Yep. And Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning okay, Part 1. Fine. Three. Got three. Yeah. Um, Oppenheimer, Christopher Oppenheimer. Nolan. Oh, my God. This incredibly stacked cast Holy led by cast. Cillian Murphy. Cillian Murphy? Yeah. Killian Murphy? Gillian. I think it's Killian. Killian Murphy. Killian. I thought I said G the first third. I probably time. did. Um, it is just, it is such a fascinating story and like, there's such a good joke now going around because apparently they didn't use special effects for like blowing blowing stuff up. Okay. So then people are like, so was just, Christopher Nolan just like sacrificing people? <laughs> right. It's just like a nuclear bomb going yeah. off then. Thanks. Well, it's kind of like Interstellar where they bought a cornfield. Right. And grew corn and then sold it after. Right. Yeah. Um, Dune 2. Yes. Just what are we do? What are we doing? Yeah. With it? What's happening? If the first movie was it was fine. It was good. It was good. But you knew it was a setup movie. Yeah, you knew it's a. Tr- I'm pretty sure it's a trilogy. Yeah. So what are we? What are we doing now? Where where we left our characters? What's the next step? Yeah, and great cast because Florence Pugh has been added to it. And then you ha- still have some returning people, which we won't say just in case. I don't know. You, you didn't see the. first You didn't one? see the first one, and yeah. Is that this year or last year? I think I saw that last year, like right around this time, though. And then how could you never be excited about a Mission Impossible? Right. Dead Reckoning Part 1, so you know there's another one coming. And I sent you that clip of him. I don't think that was. I think it's for the next one, maybe. 
I think no, it was this the, last one. For this one? Oh, okay. The uh, last one that they did. Oh, okay. Where he was doing this mo- motorcycle off a cliff, like rode a motorcycle off the cliff, and he did it himself. Like, there was no stunt doubles. He just did it. With and a parachute. With a parachute. And did it seven times or something. Six like, this guy is now. like, he's different. He's built different. Committed to the craft. He really is, though. And I know he's controversial and people don't like him, but he can fl- he makes a good movie. He knows what makes a good movie. So I'm interested to see if we do have three different or if there's yeah. going to be a fourth one the same. Okay. Uh, I did Barbie. Me too. <laughs> they put like yeah. they had this teaser trailer. I know <laughs> that was just making fun of uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey. Right. I think or the beginning of it. Yeah, the banging. Yeah. The, the... So again, it's Margot Robbie. I guess now we could say she'll she'll coast on her looks for for this one. Yeah, yeah. Barbie. Yeah. But also like Ryan Gosling and it's, and it's Greta. Greta Gerwig. Yeah. Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. I believe yeah, yeah. wrote it. So that's just uh, that's a yeah. That's got I've got high hopes for that one. That's good. Uh, I also did Creed three. Okay, yeah. It's Michael B. Jordan and his old friend from Juvie, who just so happens to be like Jonathan Majors. Just is is ready. He's ready to take over. He is. He's a, he's gonna be Kang the Conqueror in February. Yeah. And then right off of that, he'll be in Creed. Yeah. Creed three, and he looks incredible. It's Michael B. Jordan directed. Sylvester Stallone isn't in it, which is kind of. It's sad. Yeah, And yeah. he said he'll never watch it. So I guess there must have been some creative differences. Something, yeah. Something that had gone wrong. Michael B. Jordan's directing this one. Mm-hmm. So this is, I'm very excited to see where this totally. goes. Because Michael B. Jordan is probably my favorite person in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've, I've, I don't want to say high expectations, but I'm just, I'm excited. You're excited for it. Totally. Do your last one or do you want me to do one now? Uh, I can do my last one. It is uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Okay. This is the first one I think is incredible. The animation, the story, one of the best Spider-Man stories out there. Now, this almost turns into some Marvel movies where we're like, what cameos are we going to get? Because it's you're opening up the Spider-Verse to so much and there are already so many great people in it. I don't even think they're returning anyone from the original Spider-Verse outside of like the three main characters. There's just so much potential and possibility with this movie that I just and I trust those the people that made that movie too because i also think it's a part one i believe there's right. another one okay cool i did uh wonka it mm. doesn't come out till next christmas but i'm excited to see timothy chalamet in this i think it'll be a really well done movie i did put barbie like jack had said and i did a good person so it's zach braff's new um new movie and it comes out in march and it's um, morgan freeman and florence Pugh, and it looks like i love anything zach braff like touches i think he just has a way about him so i'm excited about that one in march i'm trying to think our two i wonder if we i don't know if we have more than two marvel movies but it's ant-man uh i don't even remember what it's called now just something about kang the conqueror yeah maybe probably Wow, that's weird that i don't remember that yeah but the new ant-man which is gonna have like bill murray in it yeah uh and then guardians 3 which might be the most devastating movie ever no, we're not going to talk about it. But that It'll just be fine. Too, <laughs> everything's everyone's going to live happily everyone's ever be after. Fine. Happily. The one thing, happily. Uh, James Gunn shut this down, but people brought up if um, Bradley Cooper's character, who is reuniting with his girlfriend, mm-hmm. if uh, it's going to be Lady Gaga playing playing oh that boy. character. <laughs> do not he denied it, but that would be that'd that be would pretty be cool. Kind of funny, yeah. Um, you put New Year's resolutions on the list. Yeah. Do you have any? Um, I just I just, thought... I just wrote be better. Oh, 
Oh, okay. How do you be better? Uh, just healthier. Okay. I don't. I, I don't know. I just like that phrase now. Just yeah. Be just better. be better. Okay. Um, I put just to continue pushing the running. I would like to be able to potentially do a 10k. I don't know. It's like I barely can do a five, but I think that's a good goal because yeah, I up. have done a 5k. So now I'm like, could I? I would like to do the 5k again in in June and then. Maybe this summer do a 10K. I, I don't want to have a summer like last summer where I kind of got out of it. And because it's taken me a while to get back into like running mode again. But at my gym, I'm starting. We're in levels. You're either a runner. a No. So you're a walker, a jogger, or a runner by what your time or your how fast you run. And I've always been at the jogger stage. And I'm teetering on being an actual runner now so I'm pretty excited about that I want to continue doing that and to potentially be able to run outside better um I would love to meditate more and I really want to get better at intentional spending I just I don't want to just I find myself sometimes I don't know if it's like boredom I love stuff showing up I don't know what it is I got to get to kind of the root of it but I just want to be a little bit better with spending and then do more experiences as opposed to things showing up at the house kind of you know ooh a sweater yay you know do you want to meditate together <laughs> yeah I do I can't imagine meditating with you how's your meditating going are <laughs> you, you very calm what and are you thinking about <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to think about anything I'm thinking about nothing you can't think of nothing that's weird yeah so those those would be mine nothing too crazy because i would like to keep it doable (laughs) i'd like to actually succeed at it so nothing nothing crazy that is that is fair so i guess this is our our farewell farewell for for 2022 we'll be back at 2023 some some things planned yeah things in the docket yes Uh, We wish you all a safe and healthy, happy New Year's and all the best in 2023. For the last time in 2022, Case, you got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.